Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Josh, my friends and I, there's like 13 of us. It's like a fir- it's like a first huge trip away. Mm-hmm. Uh, are going to the Gold Coast in October. Which I'm very, very much looking forward to. Theme parks? What are we doing? One theme park. Do you want to guess may which I, one? Yeah, may I suggest Hollywood on the Gold Coast? You would be right. Yeah, That's the fantastic. one we're going to. Warner Brothers it's the most movie world. Aesthetically pleasing one. It's it like is. Dreamworld's great because it's huge, but mm-hmm. Movie World's more compact. You can it's yep. like but it's and more I, Instagrammable, I would 100%. say. Yep. So why don't you get down to Hollywood on the Gold Coast? And for a bunch of dudes in there and uh girls. <laughs> Michael's yeah, sign. I, <laughs> I just try to <laughs> m- ignore it now, yeah. Michael. I move past it. It's my um, favorite sound grab. Ever. What uh, that I think it's because also it's not going to be our full day. It's like we don't have kids with us either. It's a bunch of twenty-year-olds, so we're kind of also like, hey, if we just do this for like a d- mm. quarter of a day, that's more than enough time to spend at the Gold Coast. Uh, sorry, on at I was Movie World say, and go home. Yeah, and then go home. <laughs> we apparently. did. Uh, we did nine a.m. until yeah. two at Movie World and flew home. Yeah, we actually had a connecting <laughs> flight. That's how short of a time we were there. <laughs> um, what's happening though with every single group chat? excursion trip that needs to be booked is eventually the hotel accommodation will need to be planned and because I don't really know of any hotel that's okay to accept 12, 13 different payments, Mm -hmm. they sort of need it to come from one person, which does lead to someone being designated slash nominated as the payer. Like, we'll all transfer you money, you just send your money on from there. Yeah, and that person has a, quite a heavy burden on their shoulders. And it's annoying when it's like, even for when we went to Japan, it was just Michael, you and me. Yep. And we were we actually took in turns at being the payer for yeah. things. But that was three pe- 13? That's a huge amount of organisation. So my friend Jamie tried to um, rally everyone around one of my other friends, Joe, his girlfriend. He was like, you should be the money person. Okay. And that in turn made him the money person. Everyone's like, screw you, it's you now, because you've tried to delegate it to someone else. So Jamie's become the money person. We all sent him the money for the hotel room. All good. Everyone sent him the exact money. That was like probably a week and a half ago. Uh, Over the weekend, Jamie thought he'd been robbed. Like he thought he'd have he had his account hacked or something and like lost a bunch of money, called up his bank. Turns out that there was a transaction fee for each one of the transactions and an additional $9 for each one of the 13 people was placed on it that like was a transaction fee that he oh, was not aware of. No. So 120 bucks has been taken out of his yeah, account. But essentially, if you're wanting to claim that money, it's $9 per $9 person. from each person, oh, but because no. there's 13 of us, yeah. it's like 120 bucks. It's actually a sizable amount of money, but... To ask friends for that, you're essentially asking for nine dollars. <laughs> Almost like we are the U.S. government. Mm. Jamie and I have formed like a sidebar, and he's like, "Do I ask for this money back?" Mm. And he was, and I was like, "I think nine- you're trying some diplomacy." Yeah. He was like, "Before he, I take this to the group chat, what should I do?" He's like, "Do I ask for the money? Do I leave it?" I was like, nine dollars in of itself. If you were going around asking everyone for nine dollars individually, is very scummy. Mm-hmm. Asking for a hundred and twenty dollars out of everyone is I think more that's than fair reasonable. Enough, yeah. yeah. Um, the fact you have to get it $9 at a time, it does though, suck. is, yeah, that's not good. Like, um, Sam and my girlfriend and I are going together, and I felt better about paying $18 instead of $9. Yeah. I convinced him. I'm like, you need to put this in the group chat, dude. Like, you need to say in the group chat, hey, guys, like... We, it's, it I is what I, it is. I know it's nine dollars, but it's a hundred and it's two hundred and twenty. I don't want to eat one hundred twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And the second he did that, I was like, "If you're poor, just say so." <laughs> 
So you told him to ask for it and then started roasting <laughs> yeah, him immediately. Yeah, and I was like, Jesus, what a this scummy is no, move. You know what's really good about this? This is an insight to what kind of friend Ned actually yeah, is. So that's yeah. good. Everyone yeah. can see that now. And Jamie got really upset and I was like, just so you know, at the end of the day, if something's funny... I will do that. Thirteen ten sixty. What's oh. the scummiest amount of money that you've ever been asked for by a friend? Because nine dollars oh, is my not God. it. Yeah, no, nine dollars. Nine dollars is fine. Nine, I actually don't care. Nine dollars is up there though. I don't think I've ever had a friend ask me to fix them up for nine dollars. I don't think so either. And I think the only reason it's okay is because it's a part of the hundred and twenty dollar yeah. pool. Yeah. Thirteen ten sixty. Oh my god! If you've been what's split, the yeah. littlest amount of money that one of your splitting friends? a bill? If you've been what whatever your friend, you know who they are. Yeah. that has been asking you for money for the lowest amount you've ever had to give up to a friend. That's what we want to know right now. Thirteen ten sixty. Cassie's on the line from Gordon. How are you, Cassie? Good. How are you? Boys? Yeah, good. Thank Great, you, Cass. Thanks now, for hanging in there. What is <laughs> the uh, lowest amount of money you've ever had a friend actually ask you to fix them up for? Fifty cents. No, I do don't. Mean? I don't understand. What do you I don't mean? understand. Like, is that like a processing That's fee? So or... an, like, who, who wants fifty cents? It was a friend of ours that we had bought a McDonald's ice cream. Nah, no, no. Uh, he had bought it for us uh, while we were like seventeen. Um, so I was like, really? Are you mm. serious? And we bought this friend things on the regular and yeah. like never okay. asked for anything. And then she was like, yeah, you need to transfer me 50 transfer cents. Transfer as well. No, the no, transfer of no, 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 50 no, 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 cents. No. I would have transferred her five cents and be like, oops, I got the decimal point wrong. Yep. And then force her to ask me for 45 cents. <laughs> Go on, I dare you. <laughs> Josh, I got an email yesterday from something that I needed to get, but it's just the verbiage they're using is so not aligned with my goals and aspirations <laughs> and what I deem okay. to be important yeah. that I'm like, I think we should probably just stop doing business because they send me this um, kind of email maybe twice a month and they're, they're just them trying to do their job. They're trying to get me in line and yeah. I... Uh, you, know, you won't have it. I'm anti-establishment um, but usually in no significant way other mm-hmm. than to like mess my own life up. Yeah. Mercer Super. Mm-hmm. I actually, you meant to say what super you with, or is that? I don't think it's. A I don't think it's like your tax number or whatever. Anyway, Mercer Super is the super. I, I think if you maybe if you, if you get your super stolen, you have probably like fifty years to sort that out. <laughs> Honestly, losing your super twenty eight okay. might be all That's right. That's the time to do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> it certainly seems like it might be okay. Um, they're like, hey, look, you might want to consolidate. You want to put essentially, it's what that always is. It's like you have, you might have multiple super accounts. You want to get them all into the one, so you save up as much money yep. in the one account. Let us help you with that. You also want to check your balance. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And that's not my problem. It's the actual verbiage they've used. They've gone, hi. It's time to think about taking care of future Ned. Mm. Future Ned. If I'm Batman, mm-hmm. future Ned is the Joker. Okay. Or actually, it's probably the other way. I'm the Joker and Future Ned is Batman. So you're hoping you're more mature and... So you think this would actually upset Future Ned, but current Ned could not care less. Current Ned doesn't care about anything yeah, but Future... Yeah, like, yeah. this is what mm-hmm. I mean. Future Ned is such an idiot. Yeah. He is at our whim. Yeah. Current Ned, who's currently you're speaking... In control. I'm in control. Yeah. And essentially, Future Ned is at my beck and call. Mm-hmm. I decide everything. And, and, and you're, you're kind of... What you're saying is you're aware he's going to be mad at the decisions you're making, course. but you don't care. But again, Future Ned makes zero yeah. of my decisions mm-hmm. because he's in the future. Yeah. I don't know what he's going to be thinking. I don't what know what is, he's going to be doing. How, Current need is who I am operating under at all times. He's an interesting guide for yeah. me. How far into the future, future Ned yeah. doesn't matter. Like five years. 
but anything less than five years, that future Ned's someone you've got on your oh. mind. You, you kind of care about that future. So obviously tomorrow, okay, Ned, yeah. tomorrow future Ned. I care about. You care about him. Probably five months in a in the, in the event, <laughs> okay. like to the end of the so year, just before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially, get me to my birthday so yeah, I have a yeah. nice clean. Like he got, he, like that was it. His cutoff is twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Essentially, just get me to the next birthday, and then that's fine. You can only go birthday to birthday for future Ned. So this super being like, hey, when you're seventy, I'm like, <laughs> who cares about that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, who is that guy? Yeah, who, who that guy's going to be married to someone? He's probably going to have kids. I don't care about that dude. That guy's an idiot. That guy's a loser. Yeah. I'm the cool guy in charge. I think what future Ned will think. Yeah. He's listening to this and realising how much of an error of thinking this was. I have a feeling future Ned might be so pissed off with current Ned that he might invent time travel to come back and kick my ass. Wait a minute, let's just... Actually, that's a good call. Is it happening? What time is it? I felt weird just then. 7.25.53 now. Mm, nah, nothing's happened. I should write it down on my hand, really, <laughs> like this Like this is the movie Looper. <laughs> Come and, I will say come and kick my ass if, if if you invent time travel. Come back to Wednesday the 9th of August 2023. No, just give it one more second. Okay, ready? Stop. Yeah. Your attitude's made one thing clear to yeah. me. There isn't a future Ned. No, there isn't a future <laughs> I, Ned. I don't know when it's going to happen, but something bad is going to happen. <laughs> Ned. Yes. Today is a big, big day for a group of fans of an artist uh, as there is another ticket frenzy that is going to be happening. And we all remember the great ticket frenzy of June, which was Taylor Swift tickets going on sale here in Australia. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Lots of people missed out. Lots of people got the tickets. There were even some people silly enough to say they got tickets to multiple shows and brag about that online to people who had completely missed out on any. Making themselves public enemies. Number number one one. through like a thousand. So that was very interesting. Um, this today, we're being told to expect that this is going to be very, very similar. What is it? I'm trying to think. Harry Styles is. Yep. I know he Bing just gone. finished yep. his mm-hmm. to- just so finished his entire world tour. It's not tour. Kiss because they are literally offering forty dollars tickets to Kiss at the moment, so yeah. they are very keen for people to buy tickets. Just so you are aware, um, so so we're on the same page mm. as human beings. I didn't think it was Kiss. Yes. No, yeah. I was more just wanting to make fun I of think, Kiss. Yeah, I think even in their heyday, I don't think it would have been. Let's talk Kiss. about them doing the AFL Grand Final, and it sounds like the AFL aren't even that keen. Yeah. So no, who like knows? for free, sure, yeah, that, sure, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll save some money, yep. I guess. Yeah. Um, um, Paul McCartney. Ah, of Wings. Paul McCartney. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> That's a great joke. Paul McCartney yeah. is coming to Australia again, um, and everybody is apparently saying that this pre-sale that's opening today is going to be huge, and then general public tickets go on sale Friday. So what? There's like a pre-order sale. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And they're saying what? You're... People are saying it's going to be as big as the Taylor Swift one. Yeah, they're saying it's going to be very big. Obviously, they're not saying it's going to be Taylor Swift big because yeah. I think the internet just did one thing in Australia for that, yeah. that hour and a half. So that's that's not going to be where we're expecting, but it's going to be a frenzy. There is going to be a frenzy because he's not doing stadiums. That's the big difference. Yeah, yeah he's, he's doing, doing a, shows. He's doing arenas. So a lot less tickets to go around and a lot of Paul McCartney fans. I'm glad that it seems like... The tide has turned a little on the Beatles hysteria. Like, Beatlemania has died down from the 70s a little mm. bit, partly because the Beatles don't exist anymore. But, like, I remember when I told my dad that, like, One Direction had beaten the Beatles for, like, number one yeah. albums in the hot thing. And dad's like, no, no, no. 
I refuse like, it. No, no, no. And he's like, well, it was harder to get a CD back then, so it's more impressive. And I'm like, no, no, no. They've equated that and they've like added that to what it would be. And then Dad's like, it, that's stupid. And I'm like, there's more people yeah. on Earth now. Yeah. And there's I'm only like, five billion people in the 60s. What are we? Just seven billion now. I was like, you know, Drake has had more like hits in the top don't five. Upset, don't upset. And Dad's like, that's not. I don't even know who Drake is. And I'm like, you don't have to, but just know your time has come and gone. <laughs> it's disappointing, <laughs> but this is actually where I was going with this because it's a ticket frenzy. Don't think it's going to be Taylor Swift levels, but this is going to be a bigger problem than Taylor Swift tickets because the Swifties, the Taylor Swift fandom, thoroughly understand how to use the internet. Well, they were raised on the internet. Yeah. Your Paul McCartney fans <laughs> clamoring for tickets yeah, yeah. on a website. You would want to make sure the website's not clunky even a little bit. It works flawlessly. It's super easy to understand. I know that's a generalization and I'm not trying to be offensive, but I am thinking about my mum. I'm thinking about my mum and her panicking at a website. She's not going to go well. I would say that there would be a... No, you know what? I'm confident enough to say majority of the people who would be going to a Paul McCartney concert mm. whose their lives, the internet has been a fraction of their yeah, lives. It's not been the like, whole time. It's not been the whole time. They more of their lives yep. without the internet mm-hmm. than with it. So, yeah, you know what? I agree. There's going to be people going to where he's performing probably today, waiting in line at the front of the ticket boxes mm-hmm. going, I'll take a ticket, please. And like, I probably he's camped not here out. for three months, guys. Probably camped out last night <laughs> with only the, their radios keeping them company, <laughs> listening to our sister station, Geriatrics 106.3. <laughs> I hope you survive. Which is my new name for it, by the way. I hope you all survive the cold. (laughs) Ned, there has been a world record set for the loudest burp in history. Okay. A lady has set the burp world record. Well done. Yep. That's fantastic. Well, it's weird that it's a human, but I also like, it seems odd that it would be a human, considering the voice boxes that are out there, but I also don't know you think if like a silverback burps. gorilla or something burps? Because well, I actually don't know the answer to that question. Me I've, neither. I've never heard my dog burp. I've, I've heard, heard Lenny them, burp. You've heard him burp? Yep. But I've heard more, my dog sneeze. I've heard my dog yawn, but never burp. It's more, it's never like a, uh, it's more like a... <laughs> so it's like, a, it's like an old... It's an exhaust. It's like, <laughs> it's like a dad burp where they're like... <laughs> It's like an, it's like air, an air, bra- it's an air break. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's it's, just setting setting himself down for the day. It's a dad heartburn let yeah, out some air, okay. like a hot yep. air balloon. Like, oh, that's what my dog burps like. But like, can whales burp? Maybe. That's what I mean. So it seems weird, but at least for human beings, we're locking in this lady. We're locking in this one. Um, the old world record. Uh, this is, by the way, the loudest burp for a female. This re- world record stood oh, for fourteen okay. years, and now Kimberly has beaten it. She's over in the U- uh, the US. Her name's uh, Kimberly Winter. She's from Maryland, Virginia, and she's gone on the Elliot in the Morning Breakfast Show over there. Don't know why I'm mocking it. He probably has fifteen thousand more listeners yeah. just because he's in America. So 100%. he's probably networked to eighty five stations. But I've never yeah. heard. Him so Elliot in the morning. Also, uh, by the way, if this person was in Canberra, she'd be on Ned and Josh in the morning. This morning, absolutely. Well, she is. She is. <laughs> well, yeah, she is, and she's not even here. So here's the burp. Have a listen to this because yeah. I don't think this is the loudest burp I've ever heard. Have a listen. <laughs> it's pretty. It's got some bass to it. That's it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, but wait. Okay, yeah. so a couple of things here, right? That's. That's loud, sure. And it has registered. Guinness World Records had like a little um, decibel reader there. They've given her the official world record. Great. (laughs) Fantastic. That's not a burp. You don't think so? I don't think that's a burp. I think that's somebody gutturally pushing out like air from their stomach. And I know that's what a burp is. Okay, good. But a burp's supposed (laughs) to like tickle out of your throat. Like you're supposed to go, it's supposed to come up like, she's going, 
like yeah. that's it's, she's forcing that so much that I would argue that's not a burp. But what? that's not like almost like a oh that snuck up on me. That's I have pushed that and and maybe yelled a little bit as it's coming out. No, you're an idiot because you don't <laughs> you don't burp and you don't get into this world. You you are such a petite little boy when it comes to burping. Of like you you let out like a little uh, and you're like oh pardon me, <laughs> whoopsie daisy. It's sticking his ass out when he uh, says that. Yeah, <laughs> I will say that there is a clear line. Yeah, it's very similar to a line that's a little south of the border. If you wouldn't mind, there is a clear distinction when it's gone too far. Oh. So if you vo- if you vomit, okay. similarly to if you crap your pants, it's no longer a fart. It's, yeah. it's no longer a burp if you go, uh, <laughs> Oh, God, well, hang Jesus. On, let, me, let me just clear up here. You can push it. That can- sounds very close to being in trouble. And that's why it's impressive. She's oh, riding the okay. line. riding the line. She is yep. like on yep. a 50-foot mm-hmm. tsunami wave going like, whoa. whoa. Which, I don't get me wrong. I agree. She has the wobbles. Like, I can nah, hear, yeah, you can hear, I can hear her yeah. lunch in that. Mm. But <laughs> she is very much staying the course, and she has pushed it, which is honestly mm-hmm. even more dangerous, and he's managed to come out the other side. She's barreled through the tube of this wave and has come out the other side. Well, we can be contentious all we want on this. I've <laughs> yeah. heard your points. You've heard mine. Yeah. The only thing we can absolutely agree on is if you hold the world record, male or female, for the loudest burp, your parents must be extremely proud. <laughs> we must agree yeah. on that. You know what? If that actually was my kid, and this is maybe the new generation, I would be so proud. Yeah. TikTok famous <laughs> for this. <laughs> Mum and dad's the, the apple of their eye. <laughs> Right now, it's insane as a nickname time. That's exactly right. You get on the phone, 131060. Tell us the weird nickname you call your dog. Cat, guinea pig, parrot, iguana, bearded dragon, whatever. We'll try and guess what their actual name is. Casey from Gugong, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, Very good, well, you, Casey. thank you, Casey. All right, so we've got some Jimmy Reese tickets on the line here for you. You just need to tell us your, your what animal is it first and foremost? It's a dog. A dog. A dog. Okay, very good. Tell us the cutesy nickname you have for it. Nanny. Mm-hmm. Nanny? Nanny. Very no, N-A-N-N-Y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nanny. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Is it a St. Bernard? No. Okay. I was thinking what? Peter Pan. Yeah, you were thinking yeah. Peter Pan? But dog? that also, yeah. then, as I was asking that question, I'm like, that doesn't help because her own name actually is Nana. 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 Yeah, that's like, the name of the dog. What, what, what kind Pan. of breed of dog is it then? It's a Staffy. It's okay. a Staffy. Ah. Oh. A woman after my own heart. Oh, oh dear. This is un- it's unlikely. It's unlikely, but I do have a gut yeah. feeling, and I don't like to ignore them when we play these games. This is very, very unlikely. Is the is your dog's name Naomi? No. Yeah, I was going to say that is unlikely. I do understand that. It's a very human name. I will also go for a very human name. I've never seen a dog be called. Um, is your dog's name Vanessa? No. Okay. <laughs> like that. Like Vanny. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, Nanny, Vanny, sort of. Yeah, I don't know. What is your dog's actual name, Casey? <laughs> Roxy. 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 Okay, okay, here we go. Yeah, no problem. This is all. one of those ones we couldn't follow. Yep. Why? Why Nana yeah, out of, or uh, Nanny out of Roxy? Yep. Yeah, it doesn't. Casey's explained herself enough. She has. She has. And I have a feeling I don't want to know the explanation. Yeah, but congratulations to you, Casey. You've won tickets to Jimmy Reese. Not that kind of viral tour happening September 9th. Tickets to FrontierTouring.com. Insane as a nickname. Another swing and a miss, I will yeah. say this morning. <laughs> Ned. Yeah. We have a little bit of a task ahead of us on Saturday night. 
we, because you dobbed us in for this, are doing the quote-unquote pre-show entertainment for the Sydney Hotshots, which is Australia's ultimate ladies' night out. Tickets mm. are on sale now. It's happening at the Hellenic Club in Woden this Saturday night. Um, we have not discussed this apart from the initial concept that we came up with, which yeah. was, you've probably heard some promos for it here on Hit 104.7, no one has ever looked good trying to find their clothes to get dressed. It's, it's, a, it's a very awkward, very daggy-looking process. Stripping works in one way for a reason. Yeah. It flows in one way. tend to look good putting clothes on. No. So no, what no, no, we've no. suggested is a reverse strip where we would come out in jocks and put clothes on. Exactly right, which I... I think very on so board, well and I also think that everyone in the crowd will be on board as yep. well because they'll see our bodies and be like, like "Oh, cover that!" They're up. Like, no, 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 don't worry. It is. It's it's been covered up. Don't worry yep. about it. I'm going shirt first. I would say, like, get the get the rig away as quickly as possible. I'm going pants yep. first. No, that's fine. We're different. That's fine. And that's yeah. good. That's good. So let me be clear. We don't have a song at the moment, and for me, that seems like the most important part of all of this. Of course, it's like our it's our identity. Have you had any thoughts? Because well, I've only had one thought so far, and that is to avoid songs that I think the Hot Shots might be using themselves. That's exactly Such right. As, I don't want to use nah, your ponies. Nah. I don't really even really... I don't want to use, like, Pour Some Sugar on Me. What about Leopard. this one? Because it's a bit obscure, but it's uh, it's also maybe in the same sort of category. It's like the Duffman theme from The Simpsons. <laughs> Ferris Bueller. Yeah, I was going to say, you mean from yeah. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, no, definitely not this one. This one, I think, is odd. <laughs> Listen to the guy. <laughs> I don't think anyone should do yeah, this song. I agree, I agree. Okay, well, that was the idea. Yeah. So I did actually have an idea, if you would allow me to present. We need to find a motif. Do you have an idea for a motif? I do have an idea for a motif. Because the idea initially for the stripping was, like, when your clothes are scattered all around a room, you don't look good going to collect them. Yeah. But I think, what if we go to just getting dressed in general? So we okay. take it away from that and just go getting up, getting ready for the morning. And we mm. go to songs about, like, waking up, waking up for the day. Okay, well, that certainly leaves us a hell of a lot of opportunities to find a song. You know what? I don't want to use this song mm. because George Michael is one of my favourite performers, like, yeah. artists of all time, and I don't want to associate what's going to happen yeah, on Saturday yeah, sure, with George sure. Michael. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. I honestly, for a selfish reason, mm. I'm going to have to veto that song. What about... It does feel a little high heavy. It does? <laughs> well, you're certainly not going to like. This has yeah. a real interpretive dance quality to it. Like, we would actually be, like, yeah. just flipping limbs out wildly. And well, This one seems like it's, what's that? Jumping. Blood? I think there would be jumping involved with Bring Me to Life. What's that uh, Bloodhand Gang song? Don't repeat the title, but I feel like that one in, invokes that. If we were going to oh, play that yeah, song, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What um, else have you got? So, so far, nothing. Nothing. I think I do have the one, though. Wake up in the morning feeling like pizza. Mm. This song is literally, initially, about getting ready for a big day. We can do dance moves to all of the things she says. It's true. Socks go on here. Very Socks go on there. Phone, phone. Yep. Drop down could be when we drop down and put, like pull jeans up. 
I can see the dance. I can see the dance right in front of my eyes. I don't. You can too. You just nodded. You just nodded. I want you to stop picturing me. Yeah. Uh, just no, I'm picturing myself. <laughs> Let me good, be clear. Good, good, good. That one I like because it's like our vintage as well. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's sort of our, like when Pony came out, I think I was like eight. Mm. So like this is sort of like, I was like 14 when TikTok came out. Yeah. I like it. I think lock it in. We're locking it in. Would you go as far as to say that's Jesus? That's a shame. Don't make me regret it already. It's a champagne decision. Yeah, fantastic. It's locked in, everybody. TikTok is going to be our strip song. Well, our reverse strip song. That's what's going to be happening this Saturday yeah. as part of the Sydney Hot Shots. If you'd like to come along, all you need to do is get on the phone right now. Thirteen ten sixty. The Sydney Hot Shots, Australia's ultimate ladies' night out. Tickets on sale now. Ned, can I just say? A little strange for me that we've got some news from the world of the Kardashians mm. that's quite large in terms of its news. Mm. And, like, the story wasn't broken by a tabloid. It wasn't – there were no paparazzi shots of this being tended to. Mm-hmm. The only way we found this out is because Kim Kardashian has revealed on her Instagram stories that she's broken her shoulder. Well, she's come out and, and she said yeah, it. tore a tendon. She revealed on her Instagram stories, and the only way we know that is because she started a bit of like a recovery sort of road to recovery. Keep it going. She's with like, with her personal trainer. Yeah, this is so different from where we were in like 2013. Like you, if, if Kim Kardashian sneezed, we would find out about it. We would know everything. If she's broken her shoulder, that would have been near on front page news like 10, 15 years ago. Oh, 100%. It would have been absolutely huge. Have we gone back to like a calm normal? Because the Kardashians is still on Netflix. Like they're still very famous, but we've just maybe... They're on Disney now. Maybe we've calmed down. Yeah, I think hysteria... I think we've calmed down. I think Kardashian mania has sort of calmed down a little bit. It's just reached a normal workable level now. You know what I actually think has probably happened is I think that it, like, I think maybe like three or four families have sort of caught up to the Kardashians in popularity. And we've like sort of watered down Mm -hmm. the Kool-Aid and the pumps and the, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so now no one really cares. Here's the thing. Sunset needs to be sold. Things like this. Is that what you're suggesting? That we, were, yeah. I just think there's too much on now. Whereas back in the day, it was like the Kardashians were crazy yeah, because it was yeah. like our only insight into like an LA style life. Here is now my we got re- Real Housewives of Every City. Here is my test that I will perform right now to see how true this is. Not the grandparents, not even the kids. So your Courtney's, your Kim's, your Chloe's. How many children of the Kardashian Jenner descent can you name? If you get over, there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. If you get t- three, I'll be. So we talking Kylie and I'm talking Courtney, Courtney and Scott Disick's kids, Kim and Kanye's kids, Chloe and Tristan's kids, Rob and Black China's kids, Kendall and uh, Kendall and Kylie don't have kids because they're sisters. Mm-hmm. Kylie and, and Kylie Travis- has kids. Kylie and Travis oh, Scott. Oh, right. Has, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're reading the family tree wrong. I'm yeah, literally yeah, looking good. at a family yeah, tree, good, and good. that is the most confusing <laughs> way they've, they've gone. done that. Yeah. The children of Chris and Caitlyn Jenner. No, no, okay. No, I, get, Kenya. I get the question. And I get Brendan. The question. Uh, yeah, yeah. North, Brendan Jenner. North. North is one. Yes. Saint. Correct. Actually, give me Chicago. Five. Yep. So you got three. You give me five. There's one more, and of, that's it. I only know three of Kim and Kanye's kids. Yeah. Well, you need the. I, that's why I'm saying you need to give me five because I can't. Sam is the other one. Yeah. Okay. Can you name any of the other no. ones? They're, they're, they get talked about constantly. Nori? 
No, Nori that's North. That's North. nicknames. That's North's nickname. Yeah, yeah. They're usually just like verbs. There or are nouns. so many people screaming at their rating uh, yeah. radio right now. Can I just say quickly? I think the point we're making is right. That's what I'm saying. We've reached new normal. We're just comfortable with the level of knowledge we have about the Kardashians. The media doesn't scream about them anymore. Exactly right. You only know the Kim and Kanye kids. We've hit a new normal. That's wonderful news. I think so. It's also great news that Kim's shoulder's getting better. This is all all (laughs) great news. Speedy recovery, Kim. All great news. (laughs) There's a company that has posted something that they are apologising to their customers for. Um... Let me just read it to you, okay? I've sure. got, I took a photo of the sign yesterday. <clears throat> this is on the drive through speaker at KFC Gungarland. <laughs> of course it is. We do not have tortillas available for our twister range. It's tortilla, but whatever. Oh, tortillas? <laughs> it says tortillas. I know how it's oh, spelled. <laughs> sorry. We do not have tortillas. Can I please just read yes, this? I'm sorry. I'm we sorry. do not have tortillas available for our twister range. Our team will offer you an alternative menu item when you order. We are sorry for any disappointment. Rest assured we're doing all we can to get back on track as soon as possible. <laughs> Yeah, it's really KFC, not that serious. Let yourself off the hook, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not that serious. <laughs> the rest are sure yeah. we're doing everything we can to get back on track. I can tell you, I had an original tenders box yesterday. It was delightful. Yeah. It was absolutely wonderful. Well, yeah. You're not off track because you don't have tortillas. You're just you're missing a menu item. It's okay. That's the sign you put up if you've run out of chicken. A chicken. Yeah, That's chicken. when you run out of chicken, you are off track as KFC. Hey guys, I agree with that. One of the three letters we yep. stand for, we don't have. We don't have. We have Kentucky Fried. <laughs> No, we just don't know what. But tortillas or tortillas, however you want to say it. The right way, usually. (laughs) (laughs) Totally fine. Let yourself off the hook to the entire organisation at KFC Gungar. Producer Michael, good morning. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad Uh, to be breaking this up. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, I, right now... I am very disappointed in both of you because you wow. essentially tricked me yesterday as part of the challenging reading that we are doing to try and get the Chief Minister's attention at the moment. Uh, to get some kudos for our reading, he is giving primary school children kudos with the reading challenge. It all culminates this Friday. Very exciting for the kids, but we read all the time. Of course. So we thought, what if we do some challenging reading? Maybe then we deserve some praise. Yesterday was unfair. I think that you being uninvolved is the punishment that you paid yesterday. Because I didn't have any idea. You weren't aware of it, and then... I came up with the ideas for the first morning. The yesterday was kind of a joint thing, and then... Yeah, the lip-reading one. And then, like, yeah, today's, which also had to be done yesterday, was an excursion that both of you organised behind my back to the Reptile Zoo and Aquarium. Correct. I had never been, and it was good fun. It's beautiful out there. I'm so glad you had so much fun, Michael. Yeah. I'm terrified of snakes. (laughs) Yeah. So what we did was essentially drape... Josh, I nearly called you Jake. Draped Jake in a snake. (laughs) Draped Josh in a snake. I went first, which I thought was quite quite brave of me. And what you actually did, the the part that was insult to injury is you made me read an AI-generated blurb about how snakes aren't scary. That was what the reading challenge was. I I thought that was a good idea. Because essentially it was like should have calmed you down. To yeah. like, these not all these snakes are dangerous. And what I actually thought you were going to be pissed about was that they said that the snake was a little cold, like he she was just asleep. 
I warmed her up, so she was so yeah, you much went more, first. So yeah. She was so much more active when she was on you because she was warmed up by my body heat. Her name was Dipstick. Yep. She's a black-headed python, and this was incredibly scary for me. This is a large snake. Yeah. Very large. I'm glad that you're giving it colour, but people will very much be able to hear... How, how scared, scared I was. You well, were. let's have a listen to how Ned handled it mm. first. And keep in mind, at the end of this video, the only weird... Sorry, the end of this bit of audio, the only weird thing that happens to Ned is the snake starts exploring under the table, she which is a little odd. Tries to go into, like, the little, uh, like, pouch of my hoodie. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, I don't like here we this. go. Have a listen. Ooh, it's, it is an odd feeling. Okay, uh, snakes are dangerous because they can bite and inject venom. However, not all snakes are venomous, and snakes usually only bite humans when they feel threatened. Most snake bites are not fatal and can be treated with anti-venom. Snakes play an important role in the ecosystem by controlling rodent populations. It's important to be aware of your surroundings when in areas where snakes are present and not provoke or approach them. Where is she going? I'm also curious about that. <laughs> yeah, that was when I could no longer see her head, and so I was like, well, what's going on here? That is the part of the snake you need to be most wary of, I think. All right, well, let's, for contrast, have a listen to what happened when I had to do this reading with Dipstick, the black-headed python, <laughs> around me <laughs> while reading about how snakes aren't scary. I hate all of you. I hate all of you. Let me be clear about that. Here we go. Snakes are dangerous, but because they can inject venom. However, not all snakes are venomous, and snakes usually only bite humans when they feel threatened, but most snake bites are not fatal and can be treated with anti-venom. Snakes play an important role in the ecosystem by controlling rodent populations. It's important to be aware of your surroundings when in areas that snakes are present and not... I can hear her tongue and not approach them. Okay, that's it. That's all. That was it. That was all. You really handled yourself with finesse. You know what the Grace worst and dignity. part yeah. about this challenging reading thing was? At the end of it, Ned's first words were to me was, uh, is venom like venom? Yeah, and I'm I do like, like doing that. You're an, you're an absolute... <laughs> my favourite thing well to do. Well done. You've obviously won that one. Yay, that yeah. We don't even need Michael's adjudication there. So, so now we're that, saying two to one. That's two to one. Woo-hoo. So the next two days are very important now all of a sudden. I really want Andrew Bar to yeah, pay attention yeah. now that I'm winning. Yeah. <laughs> Ned, mm. I, right this second, have to say to you that I had a fantastic night last night. Great. Very disappointing end to the night, but very fantastic start of the night. So basically what happened is Carrie and I watched The Departed, which is one of my favourite, if not my favourite movie. You it is do a, it is a, a, yeah. an annual viewing of The Departed. I do an annual viewing of The Departed. Well, and last time I cared to ask, that certainly was It was the... actually pre-COVID. So I haven't watched The Departed in about wow. four years. And... It is so damn good. It is such yeah. a good movie. I mean, yeah. Martin Scorsese won the Oscar for Best Director mm. for it that he probably should have won for Goodfellas. It, that and Goodfellas take the take the jockeying tie for my favourite movie of all time. Wow. A Scorsese fan. Carrie had never seen it, uh, and she wow. thoroughly enjoyed The Departed. And then at the end of the night, when I was saying, why did, it, why did the night end badly, she turned to me and went, I have actually seen that. <laughs> Oh, and okay. I hate that when somebody's yeah. watching a movie for the, quote, first time. If you remember halfway through you've seen it, don't tell me. Just mm-hmm. don't tell me. Let me pretend that this was your first viewing of it. Yep. She turned around. I said, do you like it? She's like, well, actually, I have seen that. But yeah. Yeah, I didn't remember any of it. That is like, unfortunate, but I would have done the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't think about it that way. I'd have been like, oh, I've seen this, but I'm really, really enjoying it. The movie came out in 2006, and a big part of the movie is phones and communication on phones. Oh, and course. flip phones are a big part of that movie. There's lots of Intrigue, lots of people using burner phones, lots of people Tracking. using... Amazing. 
This is the sound of two very frustrated characters at a very key part of the movie ending their phone conversation. Have you right? listened to this? Yeah, I have. I have. Okay, well, yep. you did watch it last night, so you're aware of the context I've taken of... some very, very choice language okay, out good. of this. <laughs> yeah, but have a, listen, have a listen to this noise. This is the end of a phone conversation between two characters. That is not the sound of a handgun being loaded. That is the sound of two flip phones being shut in jump cuts simultaneously. Do it again. It sounds like it sounds like cutting meat at a deli. Yeah, it does. It sounds like a huge cleaver's so coming let's, down. Let's separate them into just one phone at a time. This is one phone being shut. Yeah, that sounds like a saw trap. We need that noise back. Yeah. Smartphones have robbed us of that thing. Yeah. I always was too because I was... And the reason I say I want that noise back is because when I had a flip phone, I was a teenager. Mm. And that phone to me was treated like it was... Gold. Yeah, of course. I would never have shut it like this. No. But if I'm an adult who can understand how, like, a phone plan has insurance, and I would love to get into some slamming of the phone. I'm not saying I've got cash to burn, but i got phone slamming money. I could literally start slamming a $49 flip phone now. Well, this is the problem. They have... Essentially, I know. No, I, no, no, yeah, but, no. But, but it's the problem that you just said. You would smash the screens. You would. Like okay, the so Galaxy have the yep. foldable phone and it's $1,500. So it's like that is the same equivalent of when you're in like 2006 having no money. And you don't want to slam your phone That's shut. what a $45 phone costs you in 2006. Yep. I don't want to slam a Samsung Galaxy flip phone like this. Yeah, Even exactly. though I would love to, it'd shatter, potentially. I go home, every single time I go home, it's one of the things I look forward to the most, is going through my old crap that's just like in my bedroom that my parents haven't thrown out. Without a shadow of a doubt, there's always a Nokia, one of the black Nokia phones that had the little display on the oh, outside of it. That's a great flip phone to slam shut. Had a Motorola. It was because mm. it had like little uh, rubber edges around all the sides, so you would never slam it so hard that it would do anything to the phone, but it would make the most satisfying sounds. And then obviously, of course, the Motorola Razr. The was, Motorola Razr is a fat sound. It's like a cut. It's a very, you'll hear a lot, a lot of that in the OC. A yeah, very fat sound. Um, that... I am so sad because the my phone that I had when I was a teenager was a little silver, little silver LG flip phone. Was it a slide-up phone? No, it was a it was little open silver open-and-shut yeah. LG flip phone, and it was perfectly the phone that would have just tremendously. What is... We should... We should try and replicate this. Well, no, no, no. I'm trying... Like, we should go on eBay now. Do you remember what the model is? I will find it. We should try and find this and just... We should try and... What, Let me end a phone call with it. Yeah, fantastic. We should try and end a phone call with it, but we should try maybe, what's, what's the date? This ninth? I don't want this to go forever. Maybe in two weeks' time we come back. We go and do our own research mm-hmm. and we have to try and come back with what we think is the best. Ha, the, yeah. All right, done. All right. Great. It's going to cost us probably under $150, which is probably also be, good. Uh, it's going to be worth it. I it's think It's going to so be too. worth it to the tune of at least five, I'm happy $500. To, I'm happy to eat like 100 bucks for this experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. Shall we shall we conclude business? Yes, I think we should conclude business. Right, here you go. Let's me, let me conclude right. business. Yeah. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canberra's Hit 104.7.